Hey folks, welcome back. Today, zooming in from beautiful Ottawa, Ontario, we have a professional real estate investor and a registered nurse. We've got Christina Logojan on the call with us. So Christina, welcome to the podcast. Great to have you here. Thank you for having me, uh, Dave. Thank you. Thank My you for pleasure. So Christina, I'm hearing a little bit of an accent and you've got to have an interesting story because you're a nurse and you're doing pretty big deals in real estate at the same time that you are a nurse, which is a very, very busy profession. I know this. My wife is a nurse as well. So tell us a little bit about you and the and the Christina Logojan story. How did you, where did you come from? Where did, How did you get to Canada? How did you get into nursing and real estate investing? If you can kind of just tell us a little bit about that. I'll try to make it short for you, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Not spend the whole evening here together. But um, I, I came from Romania. My husband and I, we immigrated in 2001. We came in uh, Quebec, on the Quebec side. And so we were both professionals in Romania. However, obviously, when you come to Canada, you have to, uh, um, you know, supply for, uh, sorry, submit your uh, credentials and yeah. so we had to go back to school which i which i did and my husband said like no more he was a police officer back back in romania were, were you a nurse in romania as well or were you doing something yes, different? i have been a nurse for okay. eight years in romania as well yeah. and then i love my profession i think i'm born to be a nurse not yeah. that like i'm not a real estate uh-huh <laughs> professional uh, investor either but I I love what I do mm -hmm. and so um, yes I went back to school and then I uh, became a nurse um, licensed in Canada as well did you uh, just out of curiosity did you have to take the entire three four five years of nursing school to get licensed in Canada did you have to start yes. all over from yes scratch? Wow. at that time they were not having that bridge program for international nurses I think it's it's a lot easier these days, but in 2001, it was not the same, you know, the wow. same as we have today. I, I, I tip my hat, hat to you for starting all over again from scratch <laughs> after working in the profession eight years. And I'm sure you had to do three, four, five years of school in Romania to become a nurse in the first place. That's a lot. A yeah, lot but believe me or not, Dave, I loved it. Good. If I have to start all over, I will do the same, same thing. I'm glad to hear that. That's I have no regrets. I think this, you know, going back to school, it was needed because I came from a communist country. The system yeah. was completely different than what we practice here. And so I just find very useful. And it and was the language too, right? Yeah, right. obviously I didn't speak a word. So, yeah. you know, like. English is my third language. And so I studied in French. I did like a, another certificate in English in, in Toronto at some point because I wanted to know how the system works in Ontario as well. Mm -hmm. But I have no regrets. Good. All <laughs> so. right. Well, that's that is okay. That's amazing. So fast forward a little bit. How did you guys or how did you get your curiosity peaked about real estate investing? You know, like my husband and I, we were not literate in business at all. So yeah. being for over 25 years um, a nurse and knowing only nursing and medical field, we short realized we are getting old as everyone. Yeah. And so at first we, we were thinking, let's just plan the retirement. 
um, and see how we can invest for better profits. And obviously it was not in the Canadian bonds, not that I have something against the Canadian bonds, but just to say they don't I, provide- I do, I do. they don't give you very much return on your investment. But, yeah. yeah, and so I have decided to go back to school again and you know get some, become literate in, in, in business and understand the financial side of you know investments. So what, so what did you study? So you went back to university, what did you study? I wanted to go back. I was accepted in Toronto and, you know, and then I was thinking to go, um, you know, by getting more trained and educated in the real estate space. Okay, I see. However, shortly I realized that that program or whatever it was designed for, it will not provide me what I was looking for. Probably teach you how to be a real estate agent, right? Exactly. And so... Anyhow, like I took uh, different coaching programs and mentorship, and then I'm still taking courses in the real estate space, obviously on on a private private platforms, right, from the big gurus in in real estate and um, try to understand how this business works. And on top of that, I said, okay, just doing real estate, it's not quite enough because I love nursing. And so I tried to branch into real estate nursing mix if I can. Okay. Yeah. So, so, that, so what, what year was that that you decided to look into real estate investing? You started getting educated. 2019. Okay. So right. Prior to that, I was doing as most of investors will start probably with small deals, you know, conversions, bursts, flips. Um, buying properties with my own money, my my own savings. Uh, so, so when did you start PM. real estate investing, Christina? What started the education in 2019, but you say prior to that, you started investing in real estate? We always invested in real estate, but not in a professional way. Ah, I see. From you when know, you first I, came to Canada? We purchased our first home in 2003. We uh-huh. built the home and then we built another four homes by after okay. custom homes. Yeah. And I was doing also births and conversions. But as I said, like working with your own money, with your own funds and doing mostly what you think you have to do just yeah. for small profits. I do not call that as a professional real estate investor. I understand. So Everybody yeah, can you, do you that started... for small profits, losing or you know, gaining some, some, some beside, you know, some income beside your income, but that's not what I call that being literate in, in financing or in real estate. You did have quite a bit of experience before you started getting the actual training. You actually, you did quite a few years of smaller type deals and then you went in for the training. Now I get it. Okay, good. So you go in for the training. What was your biggest takeaway i know there's lots of training and lots of takeaways but what was the biggest difference before training and after training in your thinking i think it's a mindset it's a mindset first to begin with Hmm. uh, but also all the education you you get to acquire and by taking actions massive actions i would say put in practice everything you learn paying attention to every detail will make a huge difference in your portfolio. Right. Okay. So, so then you went from doing these small 
you know, uh, custom home build deals, these, these small burrs, these small kind of projects. You got the, you started getting the education in 2019. Fast forward to 2023 when we're recording this, Christina, what does your real estate investing look like today? What are you focusing on these days? So these days, I because I scaled up in ter- terms of education, um, I'm focused on multifamily and land development. And okay. uh, yeah, this is on the active side. I call myself uh, both real estate investor on the active, active side and passive side. So I still invest passively with other investors. I'm able to vet my deals. I invest with my friends because we became very close and we know each other really well and also i'm on the active side where i'm focusing on on acquisition Mm -hmm. i love the underwriting side of of the real estate and i just built my my team you know boots on the ground um i have a system and then i follow the rules everything about i learned in the multifamily space wonderful so what does your portfolio look like these days between the active kind of properties and the passive kind of deals that you're doing? What, what are those, what does that kind of look like for you, Christina? So I think in total, if I would go with what in this, in this industry, everybody will say, like in terms of numbers of doors among passive and active, I think I have about 59. Um, I will close on a property on 25 units by the end of the month. Um, it's confirmed. We've been firm on this property. And so I, I will just add a couple of doors uh, to my f- portfolio. However, I don't think the numbers of doors necessarily count. No. You know, at the end of the, of the day, I think is the journey, but also the purpose. Yeah. The purpose and the why, why you're doing the real estate, why you, you're putting, because it's a tremendous work. People will think, okay, I will buy two, three properties and then I'm financially free, which is a false information or, you know, a fake, you know, concept they have in their mind. It's not happening. So um, for me and my husband, we we didn't get in real estate to quit our jobs. We love what we do. Um, It's just to better perform in terms of financing, Mm -hmm. but also we can help more. Right. So yeah. like at the end of the day is how much you can help with the real estate profits. And this mm-hmm. is like what drives drives us like to be so determined and 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 still doing real estate. Nice. Very nice, Christina. So, yeah, it's been a very good personal journey for you, personal development journey for you yeah. all the way from back in the day. I, I'm, I'm guessing your husband's in. Is he in the construction trade? Is that what he's? Oh, he's a truck driver. Oh, he's a truck driver. Okay, very yeah. good. He's a truck driver. Yeah. So, but early in the day, you you and your husband were focusing on custom built homes and then burrs and these kind of smaller deals. So, learning learning the ropes, working with contractors and all of that kind of good stuff. Now scaling up into multifamily, understanding your strengths are more on the analytical side of things. So crunching the numbers, making sure everything makes sense. So let me ask you this. What have you discovered in this journey, the difference between working by yourselves and now being part of a team or different teams that are involved in these different projects? So do you have multiple different teams that you're working with, or is it kind of one core group of people and you do all your deals together? 
So I do have a couple of deals with different partners. Um, obviously, that is a team on one deal and then another deal, we have another team and so right. on. Um, long life relationships are for me. And yeah. so every time I engage into a relationship, into a small team, if I can say, we always I always ask the question, are you commit to me to, to marry me and business for many, many years, right? Because it's a marriage, yeah. it's a commitment. Um, and then when you have other people's money involved, uh, you are responsible about about uh, about our kids. You know, like yeah. I, I see like our investors as the kids, and we are the parents. We have to lead, you know, the the couple, and then the the manage the deal, and then take care of everyone, make sure that everything goes right and it doesn't go sideways. And so for that reason, I would say yes. I have a couple of teams here and there. But I'm I'm very solid um, on 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 the team I have in New Brunswick boots on the ground. I have property management company there. I do have a project manager um, because we I'm focusing on acquiring properties where you can push you know the forced appreciation and mm -hmm. create create something from scratch you know mm -hmm. purpose built. And so for that reason, you have to have a sol solid solid um, team on the ground uh, as well as other underwriters because it's always good to have you know a second pair of eyes uh, working with big services like C CBRE in Canada who can give you advice and uh, important lenders I think that's very important to have a good team like a good construction company yeah definitely and, yeah. Now, what have you found over the years that's working well for you for bringing on capital partners or joint venture partners or limited partners investors you know those those kids, as you call them, that uh, that you're looking after. What are you involved in that part, or is that typically another team member's focus, or does everybody pitch in for raising capital? Like in my team, what I find um, a really really important concept is the legal aspect mm -hmm. and the tax implication. So we always have good advisors in terms of lawyers, accountants. And uh, everybody has a, a task, you know, um, that has to accomplish. And usually we go by what your skills are. So let's say if, you know, somebody's good at relationship with the investors and raising capital, that person will do that job as part of the team. If uh, we are two underwriters and, um, you, you know, like we take the task on underwriting and make sure that the numbers work, also like the chief officer financial um you know role mm -hmm. we do have a project manager who will take care on the construction side and the relationship and we organize meetings week, week, weekly meetings or if needed more often mm -hmm. in terms of you know checking on each and every dot so Make everybody's sure got their defined roles and they know what they're yeah. what's expected of them what they're supposed exactly. to yeah. exactly and we you know i learned this over the years because I would say very honest at first, um, you know, being used to work on my own, on my own project and doing everything, um, you know, it's something you have to learn to delegate tasks to people when you grow. Otherwise, you will be always limited to this, you know, the stage you've been before. Right. And so for that reason, at first, partnering up with one active partner, uh, we were like doing everyone everything 
Right. We were not that structured. You know, we have great relationships. We became friends, you know, family, friends, and so on. Uh, but I think scaling up even from that level of partnering up with somebody, it's to be more structured and then add more people to the team. Obviously, you're doing big, bigger projects. Right. Very good. And so what have you seen over the last few projects that's worked well for you guys for finding investors and raising capital? Uh, I'm not necessarily on the raising side. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something I don't like due yeah. to my, you know, uh, I would say, I always say, put it that way, the bad relationship I have with the money. <laughs> the bad relationship you have with the money. What does that mean, Christina? You know, in terms of, uh, I understand it's always it's always about creating a win-win relationship, win-win um, situation in yeah. which you are, um, you know, ending up closing into a profitable deal and the on the other end of the other side the investor will get to grow their money because they have probably no time experience and so on but they have money too right um, they want to grow and so uh, I don't see it that way like in my mind and then I try to change obviously I always feel like I have to beg for money and then I know it's not begging for money it's to create that relationship um, you know with the investors and create that situation the win-win situation um but if i can help somebody without providing me money will be great you know in terms of so i do have uh, i raise a little bit because i have my uh, investor pool they are not that large because all the the investors i have with me they are my friends or Mm -hmm. like i don't have family here but uh very close friends or you know investors uh, they are part of the groups I, I'm part of, right. um, but I have people who are specialized in that. I took a course in raising capital um, with Marcin. I know probably you know Marcin. I do. Know um, yes. You know, just to 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 see the, the legal aspect and you know all the business side of of raising capital. But I don't necessarily like it. I applied in the day to day job because it's a job, right? It's a job to know how you have to know how to raise capital in a proper way, legal, legally, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but they do have people who who are taking care of this part. Oh, well, that's perfect. You found your, your lane and you're comfortable in that and you've created a team and everybody knows what they're supposed to be doing and when they're supposed to be doing that. That's the ideal situation, Christina. Congratulations for that. Now, um, I know you're kind of a shy person, but if people would like to, <laughs> connect with you what's the best way for them to do that i do have my company so i think through my website will be the best the best way to communicate so it's www.logosinvestmentsgroup.ca also i'm out there on facebook uh, same name instagram or uh, linkedin Um, so they can reach out to me on the social media as well but usually through my website i think it's the most uh, yeah Excellent. Christina, it's been an absolute pleasure. Congratulations on your journey. You've come a long way since you and your husband first immigrated in 2001. I think you you should be very, very pleased and proud of yourselves. Thank you, Dave. I am. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. All right, everybody, take care. We will talk to you on the next episode.